0: This is Y'all Heard, heard. a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips,
1: and me, Pete Phillips, uh, we're not
0: related by the way, Right? what do
1: we do? We uh, get together once a week and we record it and we try to explain things that we know about or that we learned about (laughs) and we try to do it well enough that one day we hope to be cited in an undergrad research paper.
0: You said we record it.
1: Yeah, we record it, it, this conversation that's happening right now.
0: Marissa, oh my God,
1: did you know we're recording this? (laughs) Did you you know we've been doing this for a year?
0: (laughs) In other words, we tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Pete, we did an episode about furries. In fact, that was my part. Is there a suffix that implies that something is furry related? I just thought it was fur, like baby fur or...
1: I don't know. Please like, you know me, what I mean? Give me a thing that's related so that I can try to come up with.
0: I don't know, man. Like Someone this, was talking to me today and he was like...
1: Like it's a fur-centric show? Something like yeah. that? Yeah. You know?
0: And I was like, it's just fur. And he was like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. And I was like, "Well," it? So meaning they made me question it, but I really feel like that was the term. It was simple.
1: I would be more inclined to say it's a furry centric show just using that example because if you just said fur centric you know uh, a norm a normal person <laughs> might think oh it's a show about fur like fur which coats. is
0: psychotic in itself
1: right but anyway <laughs> well a show about furries is also
0: but <laughs> i'll have to go research again because i need to know i didn't like that i didn't know um like I said, again, they weren't saying it like a no at all, but like yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm supposed to know about these things. Um, not that they knew I was supposed to know it, but anyway. So Pete, how's your week?
1: My week is great. This week I went to the Chill Grill for lunch. That's a place in Wilkesbury, and I love it there. Everybody's super nice and the food is good. I got a salad, a chicken Caesar salad, but no Caesar dressing. I'll take Parmesan peppercorn dressing on the side. And after I finished my lunch, I had like a half an hour of lunch left, lunch time, and I said, I'm going to sit here because I can't bear to go back to my office. (laughs) Okay. And then a stranger who I kind of know, who I've met at the Chill Grill before, like socially, not like to eat with, but like to say hello to. Yeah. Sat down next to me and she started telling me about how terrible her day is and her job is and it made me feel a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm no. Plenty of people like their jobs. No one that we know. Um
1: <laughs> Some people can tolerate a little bit better, I think though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Than me lately.
1: Sense. How about you, Marissa? How's your week uh,
0: going? The highs and lows. Um but uh, I will say that I bought a whole bunch of edible <laughs> edible paper. punch outs like you know like those little shapes you punch out with like a shaped hole puncher right yeah edible ones. uh but a whole bunch of halloween edible paper pieces so i could just sprinkle them on things and eat it so i'm very excited about that okay (laughs) this will be too late um to tell our listeners but i've been telling you guys forever that i'm gonna eat on twitch I'm gonna do it this Saturday without telling anyone. I formally told people I was gonna like do it like every Wednesday, but I'm just gonna like do a test one on Saturday. You're doing what they call a soft opening. Yeah, I'm doing a soft opening. (laughs)
1: Don't say um, that on Twitch
0: though. (laughs) So I bought a bunch of stuff for that. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's my week. I feel like I had more to say. I started drinking cider though and all I drank was like half a cup and I'm forgetful already.
1: Marissa, I fear that I have an alcohol intolerance. I Googled it. And if you can hear my sinuses right now, <laughs> uh, earlier this week, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, I had such a bad day at work that I came home and I made two mixed drinks. Two mixed drinks is not a big mm-hmm. deal. I, I admit I'm a little heavy-handed with the booze, but it's not a big deal. Except I was so angry with the day that I like, chugged one right away just like unconsciously i wasn't doing Uh it to like get to a state and then i drank the the next one and then i fell asleep and when i woke up i had a cold (laughs) and i was reading about how alcohol people with alcohol intolerance end up having like congestion and all sorts of other weird symptoms and so i think i have to drink slower from now on (laughs) not stop (laughs)
0: did it say anything about sugars
1: not specifically, but I'm sure that probably plays a role. It was about how the body, how the body sees alcohol as an attack of some sort and then like puts <laughs> out these defense mechanisms. Like, like it's not supposed to be in my body, so I okay. wanted to get out and I guess my body chooses to do it through snot.
0: Cause incidentally, <laughs> my I body's mentioned so that. That's so dumb. <laughs> I mentioned that because, uh, something similar happens. Guys, I have a lot of, food sensitivities like real ones i'm not trying to be cool But well, they're undiagnosed because they're very confusing but that happens to me and i used to think it was alcohol too but i think when i ingest too much sugar i wake up very congested and with like cold like symptoms and like with my body like weakened uh so i bet you're right you probably have an alcohol sensitivity i feel bad for you welcome to my world
1: yeah i was i was certainly not going for sympathy but I was going No, before. but I have
0: sympathy I for you. Can't it's believe, hard.
1: I can't you believe like I've drinking. had a cold for four days just because I drank two drinks too fast. No,
0: I wasn't dismissing you. I was like, really, I feel bad. It sucks. You like drinking.
1: That's my anxiety medicine.
0: <laughs> Pizza.
1: Icebreaker. it? do you have an icebreaker today? No. I have a dumb icebreaker... Or a topical, topical icebreaker? Which one would you like to hear? Topical? What do you think of this movie, A Star is Born?
0: That's the icebreaker? Yeah. <laughs> um. Like, what do I think about it in terms of what? It Here's seems the thing. useless.
1: I wa- okay, why? Is it because it like- they've they've made this movie four times before?
0: Well, that too, but I mean, it was such a compelling movie, like, great. But, like, I don't know. It just seems, like, pointless and not that, like, I feel like the story's not compelling. <laughs> and I read an article today that it didn't even occur to me, but, like, yeah, I guess the whole thing is, like, oh, the girl, the girl can't, she's not confident. So, like, a man, like, shows her how to come on her own. And I don't think that's a big deal. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be sexist just because a girl, a guy shows a girl how to do something. I don't, I didn't take it that way. Like, oh. But, like, doesn't it happen, like, all the time? <laughs> this is just music related. Isn't every movie just about, like, oh they're shy but someone breaks them out of their shell and I hate movies where people are like singing to each other or like sing talking Mm -hmm. and I saw a clip and it's like she just starts like making up a song about Bradley Cooper nothing makes me more uncomfortable than someone just like starting to sing to you in a casual setting and Bradley Cooper just like I don't know does anyone want this as a country movie like I don't know I wish like change
1: it seems like it's very pandery because yeah. so many people who would probably are inclined to go to the movies also like country music. Um, like
0: change the genre. Make it interesting. Or flip it. Make it a, a, a little mousy man. Yeah, and a, yeah. And a woman alcoholic who's like, I'm going to help you. The thing that I keep
1: getting stuck with is that the whole it appears to me anyway that the whole entire thing based on the trailer alone i have not seen the movie is contingent upon the viewer seeing lady gaga as ugly
0: yeah that's another thing she she just doesn't have makeup on (laughs) fine she just looks like a person
1: right and i'm thinking to myself at all how am I supposed to, like, does this, is something wrong with me that I'm not perceiving her as some sort of horrible troll?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really weird, because she's not ugly at all, like, at all, at all. I don't know. They, yeah. So I agree.
1: It's just, Again, I, I don't so hate many... it.
0: I'm not outraged, but I just, like, I'm just like, this is
1: pointless. Who cares? I hear just a lot of people, like, pre-raving about it and talking about how great it's going to be, and I'm just kind of thinking, like, did I miss something? I mean, usually with something that looks like Oscar bait, I'm usually not always revved up for that but i just saw a headline though where i forget if it was last episode or the one before but we were talking about super nice people um oh it was the millie bobby brown episode where if somebody was like making up lies about mr rogers Mm. it would maybe be funnier because he's older just saw a headline that tom hanks is playing mr rogers in a biopic so i was like oh that's weird Uh, um. (laughs) i don't want to see tom hanks with that haircut (laughs)
0: Christoph Waltz.
1: There you go. Why not?
0: (laughs) That would be my Mr. Rogers movie. Yes. Yep.
1: So we didn't talk about who's going first today.
0: I feel like it would be selfish for me to go first because I feel like I did last time. But I am getting tipsy, so I feel like I should. But if you want to, go ahead. It's only fair.
1: Well... I don't know what Marissa is going to talk about today, but I do know that my topic is closely related to last week's show. So if you're binge listening, it'll be a quick link in to just jump into my topic, where I talked about I talked about the Wendigo, but I also talked about how I tried to find a sea cryptid, and I happened across a mid-September headline about how a found sea monster off the coast of Georgia was not a monster at all; it was actually a hoax, a hoax perpetrated by a person who calls herself Zardulu. To be fair, I don't know if she uses um, a gender pronoun, but...
0: Oh, I'm sorry, you're going first? Yeah. I see.
1: Because I want you to be drunk. This is
0: not a democracy. (laughs) This is a dictatorship.
1: As you might expect from the name, Zardulu is a character uh, played by a person who um, seems to want a lot of attention by saying that she wants no attention. She dresses weird. She talks weird. She acts weird, but all in this like showy way. I wouldn't
0: have guessed that was a nickname. I would have guessed they were ethnic.
1: And maybe she is because we never see her face.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: But it's certainly one of those situations where like weird people don't have to say that they're weird. They don't have to be so dramatic and everything like that. Over the top, trying to send this message of being weird. Um, But I don't think that she would use. People
0: who say they're weird.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with people being weird, but again, when people sort of announce themselves as weird or, like, play a part, it does get a little weird. I really dropped the wrong word at the end of that sentence. <laughs> anyway, all of this is in the name of one very nebulous concept, which I guess we'll just go ahead and call call it art. <laughs> I first heard of Zardulu on a podcast called Reply All. I enjoy it. Uh, they talk about technology, Internet things, all that sort of stuff, how it affects the world. The reason that Zardulu appeared on the podcast in february of 2016 um and by the way that's months before fake news became a sort of nauseating truth in the news um they did this story on her um and i'm going to talk to you about it in a minute but first how does zardulu explain herself how does she describe herself her twitter bio i just figured that was an easy way to go uh she describes herself as a sorcerer soothsayer artist founder of zardulism Viral, viral video, photo, and no story fabricator. No one's a sorcerer. That's not
0: even a thing. You could say you're a witch. No one's a sorcerer. <laughs> Dumbass.
1: But, yeah, the last part, just in case you didn't know If you're hear, a
0: sorcerer, call us <laughs> at
1: 570 She calls herself a viral video, photo, and story Nixon. fabricator.
0: Okay. So
1: she tells you straight up front, That she's a liar, if you ask me. To me, that's what a fabricator is. (laughs) But whenever I meet somebody who lies, I tend to think, I get stuck on this one thought, why are these people lying? And I find Zardulu's reasons for lying less than noble, albeit very compelling in, in their own right. So let me talk first about what kind of lies she perpetrates.
0: Is she a breatharian?
1: No, no, wait. She's not a breatharian because... Instead, I'll talk first about her philosophy. She's a Zardulist because uh, she has a manifesto that describes the uh, philosophical system, I suppose, uh, called Zardulism. Uh, On the opening page of the manifesto, Zardulu claims, quote, that, I'm sorry, that, quote, (laughs) we, with no explanation of what we means, uh, have rejected any connection to the mythology of the uncivilized world, end quote, but, she says this, but it gets muddy, but what she's trying to say is the archetypes of mythology are embedded in our primal subconscious. And so, it's not that myths happened, and we tell these stories, it's that the myths came to explain our primitive subconscious, and even though we say, oh, myths aren't real, and we try to say that they're not real, the feelings and the things that inspired them are real, and so she feels that she wants to sort of bring back a myth trend, I guess.
0: <laughs> I like the idea. It's not real, but I like the idea.
1: Uh, yeah. She says that myths taught us a lot of valuable lessons, but she doesn't cite any of those lessons um in That's the actual fun. document itself. She wants to make new myths for us to learn things. Except her myths Oh
0: thanks, Arjulu.
1: Her myths are like Marissa, do we have modern myths? Like don't we have like
0: Creepy Pasta?
1: Harry Potter. We have like TV shows and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. And I'm not saying Harry Potter hey, just because it's magical. isn't
0: that like a modern myth? Yeah,
1: I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Her myths are often retellings of classic myths. Uh, and the the viral nature of her art doesn't really lend itself to deep background explanations. Okay. And another thing to remember from the Zardulism Manifesto is that you need to have a certain skill set and mindset in order to be a Zardulist. That's- and You... Elitist. You also have to be able to keep a secret because the way this works is if you help in a hoax that is done by Zardulu, you're not allowed to tell anybody. You are allowed to tell other people. like You're allowed to talk to other people who are working on it, but you're not allowed to tell anybody else.
0: Okay. That's nice.
1: You can't trust anybody in this world, Marissa. That's nice.
0: (laughs) I'm happy for them.
1: (laughs) So there's a group of people out there creating fake imagery to model myths so that they can teach us lessons. But they can't tell people the lessons because you can't say, oh, I perpetrated that hoax and this is what the story behind it is. They can't admit that the images are hoaxes because that would be also defying the manifesto, coming clean about actually it being fake. Okay. And so no one who sees any of these things knows what's going on. They just dismiss them as quirk. Anomalies and and just viral like meme esque photos. That's nice. Zardulu does not though. Zardulu calls her one viral video "Pizza Rat." Quote one of the most prolific videos. Wait, she made? Yes, one of the most prolific videos of our generation. <laughs>
0: So, I didn't know. Does anyone know that she
1: did that? Let's start there, Marissa, it's because cute. you
0: seem Why shocked. What you mean with
1: this? Well, that's the thing. I, I sort of just dropped all that stuff in the middle of the story.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, dude.
1: In case you don't know, clearly Marissa does. Uh, Pizza Red is a 2015 viral if video. If you
0: don't where... know, go back in the
1: hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Marissa can't finish a sentence like that. She <laughs>
0: starts with so
1: much gusto. <laughs> go back in the hole, then the floor that's by your feet <laughs> so 2015 viral video of a rat carrying a piece of pizza down subway stairs it has 10 million views on youtube i don't find that terribly impressive uh prolific the word that she uses is it's kind of an odd word but technically if you look up the definition of prolific which may not be the definition that she was using but the real definition technically it does mean that it's the most seen one of the most seen videos again of our generation, uh, an undefined generation. Oh, I didn't
0: even know what prolific meant then.
1: Chocolate Rain.
0: Oh man, guys, Chocolate Rain is my love, love of my life. I'm gonna do an episode about Tate day one day. That's the guy saying Chocolate Rain that emanates through my soul and through my whole life. That is the thread that connects my youth to my adulthood. Continue. I'm sorry.
1: Chocolate Rain went up in two thousand seven. It has hundred and eighteen million views.
0: I wasn't being ironic. Just of course know. no. Just yeah, being 100% just so genuine. Knows, she is not. Okay, go ahead, I'm sorry. Chocolate
1: rain's average video or average views per year exceeds the total views of Pizza Rat. So I don't really know if prolific is the right word to assign to it. But I could see an artist saying that their own work is prolific. It did though land in the usual news outlets going up in the viral segment of local news things and like late night shows and stuff like that. So it was seen by millions of people. And what people saw was a rat carrying a piece of pizza. Yeah. People projected onto the rat any number of things like
0: their hopes and dreams, the
1: struggles of living in New York City, the gluttony of eating food that's twice your size, the general spectacle of living life.
0: Who the hell is eating food that is twice their size? That's not a thing.
1: No, but people who want to, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, my God, I can eat that whole entire cake or something like that. And the cake isn't twice your size. But thanks, Marissa. But it appeared in all these outlets and then it was over. In March of twenty sixteen, Zardulu claimed credit for the video and explained why she made it to Gothamist, a culture publication in New York City. They tracked down Zardulu because one of her minions exposed her anonymously. If you ask me, I think it might actually be her. This is what she told say, if you
0: ask me, I think it might actually be one of the <laughs> minions. So <laughs> you're gonna say that. In my
1: art I use highly trained rats to symbolize the shadow archetype and the subway as a symbol of our subconscious mind. We travel through it on trains without even noticing the surroundings. Nope. The truth is, there is a great deal going on around us in the subway as well as in our minds.
0: Nope.
1: I create situations that portray rats possessing human traits as symbolic acknowledgement of our shadow selves. <laughs> I train a rat to drag a piece of pizza down the subway stairs. Why has this become one of the most prolific videos of our generation? I believe that it's because it symbolically completes us by incorporating our shadow into our conscious minds. Denying the shadow is the greatest barrier to loving ourselves and finding personal happiness.
0: So I know it's not gotta... her real voice, but I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> you can. What's weird is, um, and this is a difficult thing for me to put, hopefully, you'll be able to see it in the show cover, uh, but Vazardulu's face has never been seen.
0: Nobody wants to see it. It, she, yourself, she's
1: usually wearing a beard, a masked, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a mask with a beard on it.
0: Wearing um, a beard or she has a beard. But
1: you can also tell with the way that the head is moving in this particular video that she's reading everything that she's saying off of some sort of prompter. And I some, think people, some people say that they don't think she's actually real it's almost like like a dread pirate Roberts from uh, a Princess Bride, like just a different person each time, perpetrating I like this that you can this character. Give me the
0: credit to have seen Princess Bride.
1: You know, I, I thought that you probably wouldn't, but I thought I, I also hoped to, that, that you guy wouldn't is pull so back. Awesome.
0: The guy from Robin Hood Men in Tights is the best.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes.
0: It passed me by. That's all. I, I don't not want to see it.
1: And I think it's one of those weird movies where it's so easily accessible to everyone with cable that I don't mm-hmm. think it's on any like, of the streaming services or anything like that.
0: And it's so, so easy you don't want to watch
1: it. <laughs> it's true. I, I see it on I'm like, oh, I like that movie, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, So exactly. Pizza Rat actually came after Selfie Rat. Marissa, have you heard of Selfie Rat?
0: No, that's stupid. Selfie
1: Rat happened in 2015 as well. The truth behind this is that they trained a rat to crawl on the lap of a man who was allegedly sleeping. Uh, He had his phone on his lap, too. And the rat tapped the phone and took a picture of itself. And then the flash woke the sleeping man, who freaked out a little bit in the video because of the rat being on his lap. In the meantime, there are people who are videotaping this, who are alleged tourists in New York City, who just happened upon this, you know, wonderful situation. So, in my mind... Is that
0: a wonderful situation?
1: In my mind, they're just trying to record a man sleeping... And then a rat shows up like it. Some of it just doesn't make sense. The other thing that I would like to point out is there are a bunch of different players with this. Not the least of which is a cell phone that has a self-facing flash. And that doesn't exist. They don't make a cell phone where you can take a selfie with a flash (laughs) because the self facing Mm. cameras don't have flashes on them. And there's no room on these sleek cameras or sleek phones to put them there.
0: So very good point.
1: You have a rat trainer, you have the actor playing the sleeping man, you have the people recording the video, and then you also have this magical cell phone. Um, And not only that, but these people continue the lie because they will talk to news sources and stuff in order to validate the story itself. So again, local news agencies, things like that, will be sort of tricked into thinking that it's real, and then the story will go, you know, bigger.
0: Yeah, I hate it.
1: They were, she was also behind the uh, video of an iguana coming out of a toilet and scaring a family.
0: What uh, is the, the point of that?
1: Um, there's something to it, but I don't know if that's the one that I pulled or not. I only pulled one explanation because she's so verbose and silly.
0: Okay.
1: In January, this publication Gothamist uh, put out a piece that asked whether Pizza Rat and Selfie Rat were both hoaxes. This is born from an actor who worked with Zardulu in staging the hoaxes and that person decided to come forward. Um, again, this was an anonymous person who provided some information. And then later, I think they managed to figure out who it was. But okay. um, but again, by the time we get to the end of this, there is no truth. So we don't know what the story is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But this person also claimed that they saw evidence in Zardulu's studio that suggests um, she was behind a 2015 sighting of the South Carolina lizard man along with a three-eyed catfish from Brooklyn's Gowanus Canal. From The
0: Simpsons?
1: No, (laughs) but that's what people tended to compare it to. She also staged um, a raccoon riding on an alligator. Both of those animals, though, were not alive. (laughs) So um, about this particular one, she told The Washington Post, Bill O'Reilly and Bill Maher on the exact same night, two men with opposite opinions, And opposite audiences momentarily captivated by the same image. She added, I think that's a pretty good myth. So what I'm trying to say is Zardulu doesn't know what the word myth means. Yeah, no. (laughs) Or she thinks that memes and viral videos are myths.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah, You might be thinking to yourself, Pete, this is 2015 you're talking about. Why are you still talking about this? this is 2018. Well, New Year- a New York gallery called Transfer is hosting an exhibition of Zardulu's lie art beginning October 4th, which is yesterday, based on when this episode will come out.
0: Yeah.
1: And she also didn't stop back then. As I mentioned at the beginning, her exhibit is uh, her sort of coming out to expose all of these different myths that she's been doing over the years. So we'll probably hear about things that we didn't know were actually hoax- hoaxes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hoaxes just sounded like a funny word when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> okay.
0: Um,
1: in order to drum up publicity for this opening, she revealed that she was behind the washed-up corpse of a sea monster in Georgia. A fisherman and his son found it. They were struck by how it had a resemblance to, and I'm just going to try this one out, Altamaha. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: A creature first seen in the 1700s. She put it there on purpose because of that legend in that area. But actually, the piece is called, uh, again, Kitos Triosis. Uh, I'm sorry. Kitos Troias. <laughs> Listen. It's made-up bullshit, guys. (laughs) And this is based on a monster from an ancient Greek myth. According to Zardulu, quote, Darien, the place in Georgia, is home of a great American legend of the Altamahaha. I wanted to breathe some new life into and incorporate it into my larger narrative. The slaying of the Kitos Troas, Tro I'm just going to... is symbolic of a triumph over the frightening creatures in both the ocean and of my unconscious of yours of all of ours that's why it's such a compelling story sorry guys I really struggled through that quote but I'm not gonna do it again
0: <laughs> I don't like
1: this. while I'm happy with the idea of people out there sort of flipping the script on things and staging funky occurrences and making you know viral things like that I think Zardulu encapsulates what's wrong with truth and art because she stages these things, reluctantly admits that they're false in some sort of, like, toyish flirtation with fame. Then (laughs) she explains them with so much gravitas that it's kind of scary that she buys her own bullshit. And that's not an indictment of Zardulu. It's an indictment of everyone who takes their art so seriously, and it's exhausting when people do. what's worse to me is when people take other people's art so seriously. But anyway, I'm left with a bunch of important feeling questions. Like is art now just viral internet stuff? Like how does the guy or gal um, or person who's been struggling with art for decades has to walk past this, this gallery opening and just feel so sad. (laughs) This exhibition opening. I
0: was sad for sure. Yeah.
1: Is it helpful to the larger narrative If art undercuts the truth of the world around us, I used to think of art as connecting with or exposing a lot of the truths in the world around us, not sort of taking them and turning them, you know, over completely. Yeah, yeah. The podcast episode of Reply All goes deep into the paranoia, how one of the co-hosts is like, now I look around everywhere in New York, and he starts talking about specific things that he sees, and he goes, this could be a Zardulu hoax, and this could be a Zardulu hoax. Does the
0: general public know about this, or know that it was a hoax? Because I didn't know.
1: I don't know that it's as prevalent as... It is in some circles. This was like the podcast takes place in New York. The Most of the incidents that were most famous take place in New York. The publication that exposed that it was a hoax was also in New York, all that sort of stuff. So how many people are part of these staged incidents? Because, again, they interview people who capture the videos, and those people claim that they have no association with Zardulu. Are they upholding their Zardulu discipleship duties, or are they unwitting pawns? In a showy puppet master's play of fools. That's right, I wrote that.
0: (laughs) How many people supposedly follow Zardulu?
1: You don't know, because nobody's supposed to talk about it. It's like American Horror Story cult. I
0: didn't watch that. Shut up.
1: (laughs) Many pro Zardulu people say that she makes the world a more interesting place, which is undeniable. It's true that she does make the world a more interesting place. But what do we sacrifice for the sake of interesting one of the co-hosts on Reply All says, isn't the world where there's a woman who's training rats for stunts like this more interesting than a world where a rat just carries a big piece of pizza? Um, like He's like, I want to know more about the person who trains rats and and no, has these not. grand ideas and all these stupid it's things. Not at all. <laughs> a rat carrying a piece pizza on its own fruition is
0: way more interesting.
1: But I worry about, and who the hell am I, by the way, I worry that her art makes us question the reality of many things. And again, going back to fake news and all those sorts of things.
0: Doesn't just the internet,
1: though? Right. To some people, questioning the world around us makes the world more magical and inventive and everything like that. But Mm -hmm. I think, by and large, there are many more bitter skeptics out there that just start to think that the world is total bullshit and that nothing is magical because everything is fake. And I think that is sort of the shame that is associated with uh, Zardulu and her her movement there.
0: Yeah, I understand that. That makes sense. <laughs> I like that. I kind of like that she exists, but I don't. If you're gonna tell people, like, if you're gonna eventually like tell people how you did Pizza Rad and like. Right,
1: and I think what makes it worse is that if you said that to her, she would probably be like, "Well, the media pulled me out." The media exposed me. I didn't. If you really
0: believe this. in myths or whatever you said, you would you would die, go to the grave with that secret.
1: <laughs> it also reminds me of a person that I only knew peripherally, Marissa, who mm-hmm. also spoke nonsense and dressed like a clown all the time. And some people worship that guy too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true. There are a lot of clowns to be worshipped
1: yeah. in this and- world. By the way, listener, I'm talking about somebody who Marissa knows. It's not that um, you're like, oh, he must be talking about somebody who, like, you would actually know.
0: He's not talking about Trump. He's not talking about, <laughs> you know, anything in that vein. My heart kind of hurts to know Pizza Rat is fake.
1: Now, what did you put into Pizza Rat? Why did you?
0: I didn't even care about Pizza Rat. But I'm not
1: buying that.
0: No, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was creepy because rats are disgusting the main of my existence rats are half of the reason why i would never live in new york mm-hmm. but even if i had like oh new york's so gross philly is too all cities in u.s <laughs> um but uh i like select phenomenons i like select internet sensations. i just i don't know it's creepy the same way that like fear large animals but i'm intrigued pizza rat was gross but i was intrigued
1: so let me take it a step but further and say... It. I've
0: never seen Pizza Rat, by the way. I don't Oh, want to I love that.
1: Rat. Let me ask you, you heard Zardulu's explanation of that video. Is that what you thought when you saw Pizza Rat? No. So then isn't the whole mission failing? Yes. Okay. Oh, and absolutely. that's where I'm just kind of like, so you're kind of wasting your time? And hey, I think maybe when any of us create art, we're wasting our time. As long as it finds the right audience, maybe then we're not wasting our time anymore. I don't know.
0: I don't think all art's a waste of time, but people who take their art that seriously, more likely than right. not, are wasting their time.
1: Thank you I for would say. Uh, articulating that better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of myths and hoaxes and making the world a magical place, I'm going to tell you about my favorite hoax question mark because I felt prey to it. <laughs> and it only happened last year. Pete, you're familiar with fortune, right? Yes but not directly. For your little baby children out there or people who are not nerds in college and actually had friends and so didn't go on it, (laughs) 4chan is an anonymous image, let's say image board. It's like Reddit. You could could type words or put pictures, but yeah, you don't have any name attached.
1: It's the uh, starting point of Creepypasta, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. A lot of things came from 4chan. So 4chan... It's a shame because 4chan these days is, like, synonymous with racists and, like, QAnon Earths. people and, like, men's rights act like, weird stuff and, like, really, like, hurtful, hateful stuff. When I was in college, I wouldn't say it was this beautiful, pure, blameless thing. There was a lot of, like, gross, gross stuff that people posted because it was anonymous. But you could have fun with it. I wouldn't say that the site in itself was a hateful thing. I would say, like, there are a lot of different boards in 4chan. So if you use Reddit, you know, there's subreddits. 4chan had, like, the equivalent of subreddits. And, you know, depending on which one you go to. Some of them you knew what you were getting into, and some of them were just lighthearted. I would spend days... Day, not days.
1: Hours. <laughs> straight. Days straight.
0: On the anime boards of 4chan in college. And just, like, do memes and stuff, and it was fun. And 4chan is known, like I said, besides the hateful things that they do these days... They are known for like doing like famous pranks that go around the inter- internet. Most notably, I would say they started Rickrolling. That originated in 4chan.
1: When uh, what what, Rick Astley?
0: Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. What was the
1: rolling though?
0: You think you're gonna? You, it gives you a link and it says like ten. Recipes oh right, right,
1: right, you right, right, Love right, right.
0: and then you press it and it's Rick Astley. Okay. Got it. So, and they—I think they also uh, are—can be credited with the popularity of Chocolate Rain. So, I have to thank them forever for that. There you go. Anyway, so sometime in the middle of the night, or you go call it early morning, in February 2017, an image apparently showed up on the four chan on one of the four chan boards slash P-O-L slash, which. Is the politically incorrect board? That was the name of the board. Um, And the image apparently
1: people of licorice.
0: (laughs) The image apparently showed a reptilian alien, and it was taken right outside the Luke Air Force Base in Phoenix, Arizona. And if you aren't familiar, reptilians are shape-shifting humanoid aliens. Who are said to possibly control the world from underground bases. And now that's
1: a myth, okay?
0: <laughs> yes. And it says that, so, and they can uh, masquerade as humans. So it said that some of the world leaders and some prominent people are actually reptilians. there uh, has been rumored that Obama was a reptilian. And
1: anyway. the Bushes were definitely reptilians. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Especially Barbara.
0: <laughs> okay. Not even a minute after the picture of the reptilian was on the 4chan board, a bunch of the servers went down and the entire 4chan website went black for a significant amount of time. And I'm not just saying the board that it was posted on, the entire 4chan website went offline. And this has been corroborated with <laughs> like by people who were just like on any other board in 4chan. A whole bunch of people will verify this not even just the people who were just on that that board where apparently the alien was posted. So a while later 4chan comes back online and the entire thread where the image was posted was gone. And there was no trace of it in the 4chan board archives. And of course, when it came back online, everyone was talking about it. So according to someone who said they saw the image, it was a very high definition photo with a reptilian looking alien. And it was on the left side of the picture with a dark yellowish scales, uh, shriveled up pruny eyes and an hourglass shaped head. And its facial features were really tiny and it was looking off camera and it was like in a desert scape. So some other people who claim to have seen the photo before 4chan went offline Said right after seeing it, they felt sick, they felt nauseous. Some said it caused them to vomit, and others <laughs> experienced headaches. A number of people who said they had downloaded the image, but in that time when 4chan went offline and when people started talking about it again, the image was said to have totally been wiped from their computer. There was no trace that they had ever downloaded it. Or if they could find the image, it was corrupted and you couldn't even see anything. And leading many people to speculate that perhaps the NSA wiped information from 4chan and from computers of people who accessed the photo. Uh, So many people on 4chan started claiming that the image was being covered up by the government and it was being aggressively censored across the message boards because no one was coming up with the photo. So last podcast on the left, my favorite podcast, they have a Facebook group. And I woke up, I think it was the Friday morning, so the day after this happened, and someone was like, did y'all see what happened over at the 4chan boards? And they showed this like weird silhouette, like blurry image, and I was like, what the hell is that? So I started Googling it, and I started Googling, which in a minute I'll tell you, I'll let you see the one picture that exists, Pete. I started Googling related terms, and I couldn't find anything. I was spending like hours trying to find anything. <laughs> And so the only image that managed to be salvaged, apparently, and has been shared as the only remaining proof that this happened was a screenshot. Right. Excuse me. Was a screenshot of the image that is actually partially corrupted. It's a pretty, like, garbled, unclear image, but it has.
1: You kids out there don't know what this is like, but. Back when the internet was early, you would have to wait for a picture to load, and it would, like, load in pieces, and mm-hmm. this looks like it's, like, partially loaded. That's what it looks like.
0: Yes. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. So it was, like, a garbled image of an alien. Like, you can see the silhouette, and it's in a desert scape, but it's all blue, and it's kind of pixely.
1: Except for the clear tree at the top, oh, which yeah. is completely innocuous, yeah. but proves to you that it's a real picture. <laughs>
0: But actually, at the time in Friday, it was hard to even find that one. Like, people were just talking about it. Now, of course, everyone's like, duh, this is a hoax, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people are like, I can replicate this. And a lot of people did, like, shitty Photoshop shooting. Like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing.
1: I'm actually looking at something um, where somebody put it on Reddit and they say, I've cut the original photo and used linear lighting for better contrast. (laughs) So they're trying to figure out, yeah, like, what is this photo?
0: After examining the image, and sometime later, internet sleuths claimed that they could prove it was a hoax, and they called it out as resembling an alien from the X-Files movie. Was there only one, or were there multiple? I don't know.
1: There is one about aliens. The other one okay. was weirdly about werewolves.
0: So it was said to be an image, possibly, of the alien from the X-Files movie, photoshopped into a desert scape. That's possible. I looked at the at the X Files alien. Do you want? Do you see that? Like
1: I think so. Okay.
0: Bottom line is this. Okay, is it probably a hoax? Sadly, yes. I will say I really am obsessed with the reptilians. <laughs> Part of me was like, oh man, I hope this is a thing. But my question that remains is, okay, let's say the picture was faked. But
1: uh, we- I know where she's going.
0: What? No, I want to know. Where am I going?
1: Are you going to go like, well, why did 4chan disappear?
0: Yeah. Are people lying that 4chan went offline? Did 4chan really go offline? Did 4chan what, like- take
1: itself on- offline?
0: Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, whether or not the image was a hoax is not the whole story to me. I want to know what happened in the middle of the night. And,
1: and nobody's I wanna- explained it?
0: No. They've only explained the hoax of a picture. No one, I haven't... Maybe I should delve deeper, but – because as you have noticed, I usually do my research for a movie article. (laughs) But I have been interested in this for a little bit, but today's the first time I, like, try to take a deep dive. But no, I read at least six articles, and they all just end being like, and the picture was a hoax, but no one's like, where did 4chan go? And, like, so that's the interesting thing to me. That it's like, fine, maybe someone did make up this picture, but there's a lot of people lying, and 4chan went offline. I find it an interesting story regardless of whether or not the image was a hoax. And if you, by the way, for a gullible person like me, at I'm gullible, not gullible in life. I'm gullible specifically about myths, because I want them to be real. So, that garbled image, Pete I know is a skeptic, so that garbled image... When I wasn't positive it was a hoax, I thought it was kind of creepy. So, guys, I would Google. What did you Google, Pete?
1: I just Googled uh, 4chan reptilian.
0: Yeah, so Google 4chan reptilian. And when you see the the blue pixelated photo, that is the photo that went around as the only salvaged version of what was posted that day. Um, So what do you think, Pete? Do you think it's a boring story? Do you think it's slightly interesting? Do you think everybody lied? Like, what do you think?
1: I have a few... Thoughts Like, initially, I'm like, oh, somebody posts something, like, to a forum, and then the whole entire website goes down. To me, it's not a surprise that when you bring the whole website up, let's say some hardware got corrupted, just a normal technology problem. Um, When you bring the website up, that post might not be there because it may not have been committed to the database backup or, like, part of the archives or something like that. So that's not so weird, but that also assumes that the post was actually made. I think it's interesting where exactly does the does the lie start.
0: I know, that's the thing. The post could maybe have not been made. Right. But if it's not made, that is a lot of people choosing to yeah. continue the lie, which, if you're familiar with 4chan, you should know is not past what people at 4chan right. do. Uh. But that's the thing. It's this, this, I think, is more hardcore than Zardulu because... The whole bunch of people, separate from one another, committed to making this hoax reality, if it's, if it is hoax?
1: The difference there is that this is focusing on a very specific audience, whereas ArduLu seems to be enchanted with convincing (laughs) the entire world. And so, what you're picking up is that, yeah, like if you target the audience a little bit better, you can probably get a lot more people to buy into it. Yeah. Because of that. The other thing though, is that when people are ...putting this other alien in it, it's not at all my interpretation of what a reptilian would look like. So, I'm a little stuck there.
0: What do you think a reptilian looks like?
1: I don't really know, but not that. I would expect it you... to look more like a lizard.
0: Are you we sure we're looking at the right one?
1: This, The only thing that this thing has in common with a lizard is the nose.
0: This thing? Oh, the little slitty nose?
1: Yeah. In my brain, a decent reptilian is like Cobra Commander. <laughs> It's like a snake man.
0: Okay. <laughs> Did you ever? See is there a, a pic-
1: connection there? By the
0: way. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we can look into that in the future. Did you ever see the picture I photoshopped of me and Eric with a reptilian, and I'm hugging the reptilian, and Eric is cupping his balls?
1: I don't think so. No.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll have to show you that. That's what I pretty much think a reptilian looks like. Okay. If you DM me, I will send you the picture of me hugging a reptilian and my friend cupping its balls.
1: How <laughs> the ball,
0: There aren't actual balls; you just cup in right. the crotch area.
1: <laughs> that is wrist uh, vandal on Instagram.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I just really like that one, and I definitely felt prey to it. There's something about. I gotta say, you can get me with a really well done. Or, like I said, it doesn't have to be high definition, but, like, at least, like, obscured in a creepy way with a really, quote-unquote, well-done image or video. The way that dead Bart got me, which I talked about in our Creepypasta episode, where it was supposed to be a lost episode of The Simpsons where Bart died, and there's, like, a garbled but kind of, like, you can kind of see what's happening at, like, fake episode of The Simpsons with Bart being killed, and it was well done enough. But, I mean, like, I can spot a shitty Photoshop, but I don't know this. Like, it was just like obscured, creepy. There was like a, a kind of good story behind it. I'm not saying that I believed Oh, a hundred percent. We've unlocked reptilians, but I was like, I want to see this better. Like I spent at least like over an hour trying to like find a forum or a, some Reddit that was explaining what was happening. So I don't know. I, I I'm a little bit gullible. I suppose when it comes to internet stuff. Well, I think
1: The other part of this is that you don't know who did it. And so going back a little bit, this feels like a more authentic, fun
0: hoax. Oh, and I'm Um, sorry. Let me fix that. I'm gullible with a certain nerdy type of internet stuff. I will not believe anything anyone says on Facebook. I do not believe when people say celebrities die. I don't mean I'm a moron. (laughs) I mean... I am. I fall prey to very specific... Didn't you tell texts. me Eddie
1: Murphy died?
0: <laughs> yeah, my aunt called me Eddie Murphy died, and I Googled it, and the first thing was like, Eddie Murphy just walking down the street, and I was like, Eddie <laughs> Murphy's not dead. That stuff I do not fall for. Mm. Anyway, continue, sorry.
1: But yeah, no, I think it sort of matches more to what we would expect out of a sort of uh, hoax or, or, again, like a meme-type thing what you're doing when you create a meme is you're trying to create something that people are going to share
0: yeah. um
1: and you're going to spread around and everything like that i feel like that's what all memes have in common some of them are there to entertain people some of there might some of them might be there to trick people i'm not really mm-hmm. sure and i don't want to understand memes but yeah i think there's something more fun about the fact that you don't know who did this and you can't really track down all the details and all that sort yeah. of stuff
0: that's my favorite
1: but when you got somebody like Zardulu trying to go for like this worldwide reach and going to like Georgia and New York City just to perpetrate these myths, you know, like I think she—it's like she's creating her own vocabulary and everything like that for this whole entire thing that she's doing. But really, you know, if she like joined Funny or Die, like she'd probably be raking the money <laughs> doing yeah. this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Everybody, just be real. Did you- I said, just be chill with your art.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't take yourself too seriously.
1: Yeah, it's the only way you're going to survive this cold, dark
0: Ain't world. Ain't <laughs> nobody got time for that. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was just saying that without trying to be that lady. Then I remembered that lady. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
1: Because she is embedded in your primal subconscious.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: As an internet myth.
0: (laughs) I hate everybody.
1: (laughs) So, Marissa, do you have anything fun left to add? Or should we go right into plugs?
0: No, but if you have a good, like, internet hoax or, like, if you have something fun and creepy, send it my way. Yeah. On Instagram, because I love a good, fun, creepy thing. Oh, Juan, our most loyal listener, was sending me a very entertaining video about psychic vampires.
1: I think we need more of that. I think we need people, like, contacting us and going, like, yo, talk about this.
0: Yeah. Well, no, didn't we kind of talk? I felt like we talked about psychic vampires. Did we not? Well,
1: we've talked about vampires, and we talked about my ex-girlfriend, who was probably a psychic vampire. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I think we did cover it, <laughs> but mm. um, I don't okay. think we dedicated an entire episode to it.
0: Um, but, yeah, and it, it had advice about how to, like, shield yourself from psychic vampires. It was really fun. He's our most um, active Fan, feel free to send stuff. Yeah, I'm, unless it's stupid, I'm not opposed to talking about something you think i am so ready
1: to talk about stupid stuff, too.
0: Or, no, I don't mean stupid, like, I love stupid things, but, like, if it sounds boring, I want
1: to. Plugs. Do you have anything to plug this week? Anything fun going on? Anything maybe Uh, happening on Saturday that people won't be able to watch because it's in the past now? (laughs) Yeah,
0: so I'm going to start, you have the internet on Saturday, I hope. No, not nothing really interesting. I'm very excited about October. Halloween is... I have two favorite Halloweens. This holidays. episode is
1: dropping in October. Currently, upon recording, we are days away from October.
0: Yeah. And my only plug is um, the show The Good Place. Have you watched that?
1: No. I started watching it.
0: I loved it. It's very fun.
1: On TV. But they like paired it up with something stupid so I couldn't get like a whole hour of TV in and then I started oh, okay. checking out and then I just never caught up on uh on Netflix but
0: yeah it's, it's fun I, sh-
1: I should I should
0: so that's my plug guys and if my test run goes good this Saturday I will formally plug when I've started my eating thing that's really it I'm going through a thing guys it's dark day.
1: yeah' me so too. I'm not doing
0: much yep.
1: I was going through a phase that was very dark and I was like, I gotta do something with this. So Marissa already knows this. So I started taking extra, extra, extra. Like I had 12 and like not all of them were great, but I would guess like maybe half of them were great sports car truths. And then I lost my phone that had them all in there. And now I feel like I have to go back into a deep dark place just to pull those back out. But I'm not, I'm not going to do that.
0: your sports car shoes could be nice too you know
1: i know i know i'm trying i was going to so sports car shoes on instagram if you're interested in checking that out but i thought i would take this opportunity to plug venom which comes out the weekend that this episode comes out and i don't know if the movie's going to be any good at all (laughs) i'm kind of very skeptical but i always liked venom as a character in spider-man and that makes me also a little uncomfortable because he is a vicious human eating bad guy but uh, jenny slate's also in the movie so that's going to be fun, fun. i uh,
0: didn't who is she
1: she's a scientist of some sort oh all
0: okay. right yeah that's cool so
1: I i'll probably that. see that if you all want right. to talk about any of the stuff that we addressed today uh you can always call us at 570 pod wad one uh you can also tweet us at y'all heard pod on twitter which I will recover the password for. It was also in my old phone. <laughs> oh, and y'all heard dot .me. You can do that, too. Don't forget, we do have a Patreon that you can ignore. Uh You can look us up out there. There's a link to it on if the website. If you get to
0: our Patreon, I will fill it into your DMs.
1: Anything else, Marissa?
0: No. All right, everybody, Bye. bye. <laughs> uh-huh.